1: an incredibly resilient animal.
0: I love camels. I think she's a very interesting artist.
1: <laughs> Bella probably loves camels because they're just so brown.
0: Oh, her favorite color. <laughs> and it's so hot where they live, you know? That's she true. Would
1: fucking,
0: she would just live on a camel. <laughs> like, just
1: vibe with a camel. <laughs> I hate this image that you have put into my head. <laughs> I hate it so much.
0: Bella in the dunes.
1: Bella <laughs> in <and> the
0: dunes! <laughs> oh re-edit can we re-edit Dune is it too late (laughs) to put Bella in there
1: yeah instead of that just like big worm it's just a big old camel's mouth that's terrifying (laughs) I would be so scared of that (laughs)
0: I hate it. I love it's it though. So
1: embarrassing. Also. But welcome to the new podcast name of Bella in the Dunes. That's yeah. that really does roll off the tongue here.
0: It feels right.
1: It does. There's something about it that just really makes sense, even though all of those <laughs> words are just a puzzle in and of themselves. <laughs> right. But anyways, welcome to Into the Twilight. We hear. We queer. Is
0: this is true.
1: And we don't but here's the problem. We don't actually want to be here. We don't want to be seen. Okay. <laughs> <Right. laughs> But nevertheless, we are, nevertheless. But we are here and we persist. <laughs> we are persisting. We have a, a lovely laugh that is joining us here. I'm so excited to introduce you all to Mia. I'm so excited that you're here. The one and the only. Boing, boing. There are no other copies of you. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank
0: you. That's thank it. you. The only one of your kind. I'm... Yep,
1: you are the main character. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you, thank you. Queen of letterboxes. Oh, oh, please. Amazing. Oh, oh writer person
2: extraordinaire oh okay
0: it's our job we
1: gotta hype you up
2: i'm loving
0: it's this true. this rocks
1: unofficial brad pitt <laughs> yes <laughs> can i tell you nia that i almost put brad pitt on here like instead of your like it's become so ingrained into me that i was like oh yes brad pitt coming to this student today i love that we
0: finally got
1: him we finally got him <laughs> And, and surprisingly, like, Brad Pitt has a lot of feelings about Twilight. Who knew? Who would have yeah, thunk? who would have guessed? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mia, I'm so glad that you are here. It is nice to be able to welcome you finally to this space. I'm thrilled to be here. I have a wild relationship with Twilight. I, I
2: can't wait. <laughs> it is lengthy and strange. Uh, much much like the series. It. Much like the saga itself good yes amazing
1: so. for folks that have the audacity not to know who you are and your iconic <laughs> twitter name would you be able to share with us a couple of fun facts about who you are i will tell you that i hate asking this question but the idea of speaking for you makes me very uncomfortable
2: <laughs> i yes i will i will say some things um let's see well i am Brat pitt that's me i'm on <laughs> the, <laughs> i am i you may know me from letterboxed.com. Um where I post a lot about celebrities I would like to rail me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely.
2: And, yeah, and people click like on them for some reason, so... I don't know what happened there, but that's, that's my main thing. And let's see, what else about me? I live in Hollywood now. Ooh. I know! I live by the Hollywood Forever <laughs> Cemetery, and I walk there all the time, which is very Bella Swan behavior, I think. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Real BS. Yeah,
0: BS.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the idea that there would have been a couple years ago where you would just tag yourself on FourSquare at a cemetery is like real Bella moves.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, totally. Exactly, exactly. I have three husbands. They have an order. Brad Pitt, obviously, he's number 1. Then sure. then John Cassavetes, the uh the dead director, and then and then yep. our boy Robert Pattinson. I
1: yeah. think that that's an appropriate order, actually.
2: Yes, that's that's it. Robert Pattinson's only so low because I'm very scared of him. Sure. <laughs> Um, I, I am terrified of interacting with him. I don't think I would be able to, which is difficult when he's your third husband. Right,
1: right, exactly. Yes. I feel like if there's anything I've learned over the past four years, it is that, being afraid and intimidated of Robert Pattinson is completely real, and that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. Knowing so much about him of, like, that he smells like crayons and <laughs> he doesn't cry. Like, who is this man? Like, why? I'm so scared who of him. You right? <laughs> he's, he's, like, so really, like... He's, like, one of my biggest fears.
2: Um, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> he is my devil all the time. Yeah,
1: Perfect. Exactly. Ew. <laughs> um, one of the things that we do in general, to combat the shit that we are going to talk about, as well as just, like, this year in particular, um, is talk about a happy thing that's happened to us recently. What is your happy thing? Whoa. That's yeah. a big question. Yeah, we usually <laughs> get that question. Whoa. <laughs> that response is pretty normal. Whoa.
2: Okay, let's see. I just watched the hit film Madagascar.
1: Ooh. Um, I did see you tweet about this. Yes. And I do need to know... A lot more. About. <laughs> a lot more. It seems like you watch this frequently. <laughs> and I just associate Madagascar with being a really shitty daycare movie that they would play. Oh.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay, so first wow. off... Um, Fights are happening. Well, here's the thing about Madagascar, is that I will concede that the four main characters of Madagascar I don't really care about their struggle. I'm here for um King Julian.
1: And I think that's a fi- yeah. yes, I agree.
2: I think I think that he is a genuinely fascinating character. He is yeah. he is queer coded royalty.
0: He,
1: he, exactly. he that's, that's exactly right.
2: He took the world by storm. I will say
0: I don't I don't know you too well, Mia, but I <laughs> just from what I know about you, I think you do exude a lot of King Julian's energy <laughs> Thank you, in the best oh, possible absolutely. way possible. That I is so nice. I think the vibes are like, extraordinary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm going for. Thank you. He's a huge inspiration. Like, truly. <laughs> I just think just... <laughs> he's so much fun. Sasha Baron Cohen does an excellent job. Like, King Julian was not supposed to be a huge role in the film, and then they were like, whoa, SBC is killing it. Let's expand his role. And now we have I Like to Move It, Move It. Right. Yes. Right.
1: Do you guys like to move it? Move it. (laughs) I, I love the idea of that. Um, However, I, I am so white, unfortunately, (laughs) well, Uh, and so clumsy that it would be incredibly bad. But like in my soul, I do like to move it. it.
2: I'm thinking about King Julian when I should be thinking about our other
1: king, Cullen. That's amazing. I'm so glad you brought this to (laughs) the
0: Yeah, this is truly serotonin in my mind right now. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I love it so much.
0: (laughs) Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I, my happy thing, I don't even know if it's a happy thing. I think it's more of like a fun update. Mm. (laughs) But there's a segue, I think, here because there's a Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, I spent most of today writing about sweeney todd uh, uh, and my brain uh, is broken <laughs> i think i'm regressing i think i'm just back to like my middle school like annoying theater kid self that was just really
2: into
0: to that and i hate it. Also, I had to be reminded that Sasha Baron Cohen is
2: in that movie for no reason whatsoever. Can I, whatsoever. I have to say something. I have to say something. Please. Please. Okay.
0: Please raise your hands. Okay.
2: You, you I your just re-watched Sweeney Todd, like, a oh week ago for my Sasha Baron Cohen fan club that my
0: friends <laughs> yeah, and I have.
1: <laughs> just pulling um, back the yeah. Everything, everything you Mia. say, Mia, comes out of a generator, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I cannot. It's all the most beautiful riddles I've ever heard. It's so
0: you're just like some Uh, wizard that just like gives these gifts
1: and leaves.
0: I just uh, I cannot
1: guarantee what you were going to say. I know that was
2: that was a big one. I just wanted to say that I did rewatch it with my S B my fellow S B C friends. We were all born in the same hospital, and we think that's why we have this S B (laughs) C curse. Oh
1: my god! We're just like we're just
2: obsessed. We're like obsessed with him. So. We've started like rewatching all of his films weekly. All the hits, hits. we just watched Sweeney Todd, and he deserved a supporting actor nomination. (laughs) He, I will say, he has some
0: wild. He has a wild look. It's
2: a wild look. He
0: always looks deranged in movies, but he especially his like tight pants. Yeah,
2: where it's like, oh my god, Borat is hung. Oh my god, it's (laughs) it's wild. So yeah.
0: That's my update. My brain is deteriorating, and I just have Sondheim stuck in my head
2: forever for for the foreseeable future. (laughs) It's just... I like it. Whatever! I like it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Listen, it's great, but also... But also. Yes,
1: I agree. Yeah. (laughs) How are you, dude? What's up? I'm okay. I'm just like, you know, just like life is just like really good. I was really hoping by between us talking last week and this week i could give you a fantastic update that the west coast was no longer on fire and i cannot do that Mm -hmm. um unfortunately but that's okay i will persist i guess even though our air is not clean and that's okay um but as far as happy things that have existed in my world recently i wanted to bring to the space a conversation that I had with my homeroom class this morning. (laughs) uh, We are still in the process of trying to get to know each other because I only see my homeroom once a week. And so I asked them an incredibly important question of if you had a pet rock, what would you name it? And I'm so pleased to report that my children are amazing and are very (laughs) creative.
0: (laughs) There's so many on here that are just so... (laughs)
1: so good so we did this word cloud activity where they put it on here uh the most common response that they gave was rocky which is is not my favorite my personal favorite name that was selected for the class um is either mr rock or (laughs) wreck
0: Wreck is really good.
1: I love seventh graders so much. Um, it's so good, especially when they can't spell. It's my.
0: There's group. such a great array here. I do love to, cause like you have your conventional ones, right? Where it's like Rocky and The Rock, and it's like got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But then there's some that just like totally ignore The Rock's physical form. It's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna prescribe that with the name. You know, I'm gonna let it live its own truth. Sure. And so one of them is Floofy, which I love. I so love that. Much and
1: bubbles (laughs) bubbles is so pure
0: it's like the opposite of a
1: rock the absolute opposite of a rock but it's so good (sighs) yeah it brought me a lot of joy today um to watch in real time as they were selecting these names and just to see like hardo come up on the screen. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do that. Why not? Right Why not? But yeah, I also wanted to bring that to the space, you know, just because like, it is nice to see humans existing. But speaking of hard things, Mia, I'm very curious for you to tell me about your relationship with these incredibly hard sparkly vampires.
2: Hoo-hoo. Ha ha ha. Yes, I am in a relationship with every single one of them. Okay. Well, not Rosalie. Not Rosalie. I'm sorry. I'm kind of a Rosalie anti- Whoa. I know. Whoa. Rosalie's the one that gets the boot? The one I know. I'm kind of a misogynist, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it happens. It happens. You know. <laughs> you what know, like, you know, dude's wrong. Yeah, so, yeah. I get it. Like. <laughs> she just She just pisses me off sometimes. She just hates Bella and But anyway, I'll focus on the ones that I that I really like. Like Alice and Edward, who are my favorites. Um Green. Alice. I feel like actually had a lot of influence on me because I when I go to the hairstylist, I show a picture of Alice Cullen. (laughs) This is something I did recently.
1: (laughs) Oh recent Okay, so not
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, recently is in like two years ago. Right. But that's still recent. (laughs) Right, right, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so she's like kind of a style icon for me. I really imprinted on her, much like Jacob and Renezme. Um, <laughs> oh but yeah, so I kind of see myself more in her than Bella Swan. But I also, you know, I think we uh, Bella's okay. Let me let me back up. I'm getting I'm getting all <laughs> flustered over all these vampires. So Same. I guess what I'll start with was I read the book because. I saw a poster for the movie and was like, Robert Pattinson, hot. (laughs) Great. And I was like, I don't know, 13, 12 or 13. And I didn't really, I was figuring stuff out. I didn't really know what hot meant, but I knew that guy was. (laughs) So I I read the book and (laughs) It, it really changed my life in a weird way. I feel like I think a lot of people who read Twilight agree. Do you guys agree?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) But I also read it at the same age that you did, too. Yes,
2: exactly. I think it wouldn't have impacted me so severely if it wasn't, like, one of the first big romance stories I read. Uh And I'm kind of, it's, I'm kind of a defender of, obviously I'm a defender of it. Like, I know it's, I know it's, as they say, trashy, but I think it really, (laughs) it really hits on this very specific Desire and like the fear of desire, and mm. the fear of like destroying somebody. I think the vampire thing is like a really interesting metaphor for like past traumas, and I think that we don't give it enough credit, even though it's written ridiculously. Uh, <laughs> that Absolutely. is yeah. so. I guess that's sure. my relationship. Is that it's like it's kind of a thorny relationship, where it's like yeah 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 he's being creepy and watching her sleep and da, da, da. like I guess that's creepy. The however. <laughs> That's Robert Pattinson, so it's okay. That's true. If they had messed up the casting, it would have all fallen apart, I think. But they knew how to cast these films.
1: I think that it is hard to imagine. I mean, there are so many of those articles that have come out in the past decade plus of like, ooh, this person auditioned for Twilight as Bella Swan and like almost got it. And seeing their faces does not match Now, like, I can't imagine it being anyone else but Mm -hmm. Rob and Kristen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense.
2: Oh, I also have something else to say. Oh, my God. How could I forget this? I'm from Portland. Wait, what the fuck? I know. Really? Yeah. So am I. What?
1: What? (laughs) Okay. That's so, okay. So then, you know, when Twilight was being filmed in Portland, it was such a, like, vibe. Yes. Because... Everyone, okay, and I've talked about this on the show before, but, like, at my high school, when there was, like, a classmate of mine or whatever, her dad was working on Twilight, which is how I ended up with the script in my hands my freshman year (laughs) of high school. Oh, my God. But, like, so many things were filmed there in Portland and the adjacent areas that it's, it was... Like, the whole city was humming because we don't usually get – I mean, now we've just had, like, Grimm and stuff being filmed yeah, here. Yeah, So it's not really much. That's
3: so
2: wild. Oh, oh my God. God. No, it was big for the PN dubs. Oh, um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I wish – I was, like, a little – I was – Definitely too young when they were filming to, like, know about film production, I think. I was in, like, seventh grade, I think, so. I'm literally
1: father time. What the fuck? Yeah,
2: I'm not going to get on a set or know anything about, like... But if I was older, I would have absolutely stopped the production. Uh, Oh my god,
1: yes. Oh, no question. That makes so much more sense to me. Yeah, Portland was definitely a time when that was being filmed. I will... I don't know that I will ever be able to forget that of them like going up to the fucking gorge and filming the proms it, like yes ugh, it's oh wild. it's just
2: so scary that Robert Pattinson has like been where we have been that makes me I know. uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> I it's so
1: wild it's like
2: ah, get ah, I just that's scary to me he's just t- so beautiful it it's scary that he was in our town our little <laughs> Portland what just little just, just our, little, our little town he was there And, like, um, the Cullen House was, like, some Nike employee's house, right? Yes. That was around there. That's scary, too, that the Cullen House is just
1: also in our state. Well, and, like, there was so much in St. Helens happening at that time, and that's where my boyfriend is from. Every time, there are people that show up, obviously, for Halloween Town, but it's like, no, 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 you come here for Twilight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what Mm -hmm. you come here for. (laughs) Yes. That is, like, really freaking my being right now. Holy shit. I mean, to come of age in the pacific northwest
2: while twilight was like this phenomenon i mean what were we supposed to you do We had no choice but we, to stand we had we had literally no choice but to stand like the little definition of it like there was nothing else exactly. we could
1: do <laughs> Oh, that's so wild. We have a, a couple of current events that I'm so excited to discuss with you. Speaking of stands, I guess. Um, we have <laughs> some really important movie news. Would you like to take us to the movie corner?
0: Absolutely. Bo- 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 welcome. We're here. Wee. movie <laughs> corner. It's it's cozy, we got popcorn. We got some important news. First of which incredibly <sighs> important to our brands. Yes. Is that Harry <laughs> Styles is gonna be in a movie with most notably Dakota Johnson, but also Florence Pugh and Chris Pine. Produced, executive produced by Katherine Hardway.
1: I can't believe that my mom, Katherine Directed Hardwick. Directed by Olivia Wilde. Yeah. <laughs> is making it possible that mm-hmm. for this, my one, one of my jobs, I get to actually talk about Harry Styles and not be off topic. This is my <gasps> Avengers. This, this is my is Avengers. <laughs> That's so real. Oh, my God. I, I, okay, here's the thing. I thought I was going to implode when we watched Charlie's Angels. Like, I was like, it's too much. I can't be around other people watching this. This is an individual experience that I need to have. Right. And now we're getting happy a season, which I felt like was never going to happen. And yet it persists in the year of awful things. And now the, like, Oh, uh, I, can, I, I cannot. Just, I can't. I'm so, I'm so excited. excited.
0: We don't know anything about it, except that it's called Don't Worry, Darling. And isn't it set in the fifties or something? We know it's a
2: psychological thriller and that Harry Styles and okay. Florence Pugh are husband and wife. Yeah. And he has a secret. Which, like, thank you. <laughs> yes. It's I mean, she he has a secret and she does she has to figure out the secret, which is very Twilight.
0: It Ooh. is. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hardwick loves
1: the secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope Catherine Hardwick single handedly ruins uh, Zach Braff and yeah, <laughs> <please? pizza> relationship. <laughs> I love Florence Pugh, don't get me wrong. I just get away from that man. Yes. (laughs)
1: Please. There's not an odder couple than me thinking about Florence and her going home to Zach Braff.
0: And she seems great, and I know she gets a lot of shit. That sucks or whatever. But also, Zach Braff. Yeah. But also. Counterpoint,
1: Zach Braff. (laughs) (laughs) The least sexy name, Zach Braff. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. It's so disrespectful. I've never been more excited. I will await the day. This gives me a new thing to live for. And the idea of these four powerhouses together is just really rocking my world. So thank you, Catherine Hardwick. Thank you, Olivia Wilde. Yes. I appreciate you all so much. I know that you have another piece of our, our movie corner here, and I'm desperate to hear how <laughs> your experience with evil Robert Pattinson. Uh, with...
0: Hot evil robert pattinson yes um, yes yeah. the
1: devil of the time is out
0: baby it's out it's a movie <clears throat> oh well <laughs> <laughs> i literally i don't i'm pretty sure my editor is not gonna let me run with this headline but i dead ass was like this should just be this needs more robert pattinson like not even as a bit it's he's the best part of that movie and he doesn't show up for an hour <gasps> <gasps>
1: that's disrespectful are you kidding? yeah it's
2: like literally 55 minutes I think. <sighs> I knew he was barely going to be in. I knew it, dude. <sighs> Such I feel.
0: I felt like bamboozled. I felt tricked. <laughs> I felt I felt led astray. I was so upset because it's so. This movie's like two and a half hours long. <gasps> oh, two fifty around there. Wait, and, and it's two
2: fifty. Two fifteen. Oh, okay. I was. I was like,
0: yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 God. no, no. <laughs> it's the Irishman, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and religion, and it's a long walk. Aye. I- there's moments of it that I think are good. I think all the performances are very good. Like Robert Pattinson is great. What's his face, Twink Boy? <laughs> are um, you Tom, about Holland. Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland is great. I listen. I have no connection to him other than the Umbrella video. That's all. Oh, I know the as. Umbrella video <laughs> is huge. Oh my god. Truly a cultural reset, but he's very good in it. So yeah, it's a movie. Wish Robert Pattinson was in it more than like more than Twink Hollywood. Oh, here's another thing. His accent is so. I, I'm scared of it, similar in the way that we are all scared of rubber pens. And collectively, he's always doing <laughs> accents. I'm so charmed. He's always doing accents, and I don't know who's doing his vocal training. I don't know. I think he might just be going on a whim and just doing whatever feels right, <laughs> which makes sense to me. The only way I can describe it is that it sounds like he's speaking in cursive. Like, he's yeah. like, like it's so soft and so just like a whisper, but also like kind of high pitched and like a little sing songy. It's terrifying, and I hate it. He's so scary. All I'm, I know is you're like
1: he's so excited for. In it,
2: the trailer, when yeah. he goes delusions, <laughs>
0: yeah, very great. very. I, that great. That has
2: been, like, one of my intrusive thoughts. It's just Robert Pattinson yelling. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: I can't get it out, you know. It's my new ringtone. Anytime someone texts me, it's just delusions. (laughs) I will say it's worth a watch, for sure. Like, it is, Robert is fantastic.
2: I signed a blood contract that says, like, I will watch every Robert Pattinson movie no matter what.
0: Oh yeah, us too. Yeah, <laughs> we are <yep>. bound. <laughs> like, I watched The King.
2: He's also doing a weird accent, and he also doesn't show up until, like, an hour in. He has, like, three scenes, but he does fall yeah. down in the mud, and it's really funny. That's beautiful. And he did it himself. He refused to have a stunt double for that. He was like, I have to fall.
1: Amazing. I think I think I that part's...
2: Yeah, it's art. <laughs> and he's doing, like, this French accent, and he says, like, tiny coke" is what he says <laughs> to Timmy. He, like, says he has a tiny cook.
1: We do have one more piece of Robert Pattinson news, Cody. Could you do me the honor of talking about the pen corner? Is this a thing? Just,
0: just the quickest, most beautiful highlight of a, of a headline I've ever seen in my life. Robert Pattinson bought ex-Kristen Stewart ultra
1: rare pen for over $30,000. <sighs> oh. The idea of just being able to spend your money on whatever you want uh, sounds great. In this case thirty thousand dollars for a fountain pen a- it's gonna be so sad in the class war when we have to kill
2: robert
0: pattinson like no. we have to do
2: it but like <laughs> we have yeah we're gonna have to kill him but
0: we're gonna have to do it but it's gonna be very emotional
2: the gross part about it is that he's gonna love it when we do that
0: oh my god yeah let's say this little bit yeah he's-,
2: <laughs> gonna be, he's gonna fucking love
0: it <laughs> he's
1: so- finally someone will end his suffering yeah god, damn it <laughs>
2: See, we're still like falling right into his little trap. Either way, he will win. Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> so frustrating. At least, so I tried to look into this a little bit more because I was like, "There's no way that he would send this like now." And the way that that headline makes it seem like it's like he bought it recently for her, and it mm-hmm. was when they were together, which makes a yeah. lot more sense to me. Yeah, yeah. The idea of sending this was your yesterday. Ex- <laughs> a- <laughs> Thirty thousand dollar gift is is really something.
0: He's like, hey, I know we've been talking in a while, and also I have COVID, but I sent you, <laughs> I sent oh. you a, a beautiful pen. I spend so much money on. Speaking
2: of Robert Pattinson and COVID, yes, did you guys? I mean, I'm sure you did. The pictures of him and his boring girlfriend out what? together,
1: <laughs> like what the fuck? Of was them he like doing? kissing
2: in a park in London,
1: like hello, Robert. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. That literally
0: was, like, two weeks to the day today that it that was announced. <laughs> so, like, you should still be in your house. Yeah, he should, he
2: should be in his house.
1: In your beautiful apartment that WB is fucking mm-hmm. paying for. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Robert, I just don't understand. Why are you not making your shitty pasta with your partner <laughs> mm-hmm. in your yeah. home? Why do you have to – why? Why do you have to be in a park right now? Do you not why? understand what's happening? We will explain the Newtons to you. It's not great, Robert. <laughs> and you have it. We have a couple of yeah. listener questions here, which I'm incredibly excited to share with you. This first one was an email that we received. It is from Alexa. They say that the Twilight Renaissance hit them like a ton of bricks, which same. Uh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the space. But Alexa says a lot of very kind things about us, which I will not wax poetic on, but I appreciate all of those. But Alexa does say, as a former Twihard, cringe, um, I have a lot of big, big thoughts and feelings about Twilight. I hope that it'd be okay if you share with them in future emails, which please do. One of the things I wanted to share about this that i enjoyed so much from this email is that we received a screenshotted text conversation between alexa and their friend recommending our show which is like thank you alexa for doing this work that we are not paying you for Um, right (laughs) the (laughs) grassroots marketing but thank you for being our street team i appreciate that immensely absolutely the next thing that we received and I, here's the thing, we got this from one of our patrons, Mickey, and Mickey, thank you for sending this over. But also, why the fuck did you send this over? <laughs> All Mickey said with this is Ashley Green content. So here I was earlier today making our show notes and I click on this link, assuming that it'll be a compilation from a, d- a decade ago. I've never been more wrong in my entire life. And I I need to share with the class about this to make sure that I am not having a fever dream over this video. That there are not just two random white dudes, <laughs> really popular on YouTube, collaborating with Ashley Green and just putting really shitty Halloween makeup on her. Uh, that is what? unfortunately the world that we live in. All I could think between this was... I got incredibly furious because they didn't know that her name was Alice in the movies. Like, how, how did you get Ashley <laughs> Green here if you do, you didn't do your homework? What I are you talking do a about? A
0: Google, a single Google.
1: One of the guys very confidently said, Oh, yeah, Nobella drove a Mustang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sir? What I would give. I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> instead of rolling up in that fucking shitty truck that just gives out plumes of smoke every time that it operates. Instead, she just rolls up in a Mustang that she drove to Forks from Phoenix. Love that.
0: I, I wouldn't recommend watching this video because it's quite painful. It's but so But if you just want to look at the end result, it looks like she's being held hostage by these two boys. <laughs> when she gets it looks so like close to the camera. And she's so close. There's a little bit of blood dripping down, fake blood dripping down from her mouth, and her face is cake white. It is so embarrassing. She tr- looks like she's trying to blink in Morse code. Like, please get me out of
1: here. I don't know. I need to. I need to get a new agent. Like, I got. It. I can't do this. It made me so sad, and I hate it so much. This audacity of like, oh yeah, we should be doing collabs during this time of all times, um, and especially with Ashley Green When we know not, we only know that she was on Twilight. We don't know anything about those movies or anything else that she has done since then. Yeah. Do your work. Be better, people. <laughs> Mia, were you planning on reading the this new book Midnight Sun before you heard about our show?
2: I had been I had been thinking about it. I was like maybe so because I had remember when it leaked all those years ago. I do. Like the first draft of it? Yes. Partial so, draft
1: four. Partial I forget. Pa- Never exactly. Forget. <laughs> the partial draft,
2: yes. So I <laughs> So I had read that already? So I was like, "Mm, I already kind of read part, like, I don't know if I'm going to, it's just so long too, like 667 pages. So I was like, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. And then I, I, but I wanted to go on this thing thing that was rude. It's a beautiful podcast. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) and so I was like, yes, honestly, this is an excuse to do it. (laughs) Right. So I, I, but I, I downloaded it for my, for my little Kindle and, um, Wow, you guys. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> How are you feeling about it so far? <laughs> I keep having to like um just like pause and be like, Edward. <laughs> Edward, yeah, my boy. Yeah. You yo, Eddie. Like when he <laughs> I was laughing so much during the biology, the first biology class scene when he's like, <laughs> my throat's on fire and he's like freaking out because of um her scent. I kept, like, yes. just, like, cracking up because I pictured it in the movie and how in the movie he plays it like he's, like, disgusted. Like, he's just, like, <laughs> disgusted by her. But in the book it's just, like, so different. He's, like, yeah. I
1: don't know. He no, just kind like, of – like, oh, I could just rip this girl's spine out and yeah. kill the other <laughs> 19 kids and it'll be fine. Don't yeah, worry Yeah, he it.
2: starts, like, coming up with, like, these ex- – like, a way to do it, like, his murder plan. It's, it's just, like, so different. So I couldn't, like, divorce that image – of the film from the book. And it was just like sure. incongruent and making me laugh. So I'm having a good time, like picturing Edward Cullen from the movie, just doing all this shit. <laughs> like when he runs away to Denali because he's like upset that he almost killed this girl. He's like, I have to go away for a while. And he like runs away to Denali and that other vampire Tanya is like, please fuck me. And he's like, no. <laughs> and she's like, mm. yeah, but that's a different chapter. Anyway, it's just making me laugh a lot but in a fun way.
1: <laughs> that's that's Absolutely. valid. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I mean, it definitely is incredibly similar to Partial draft 4. Um, yeah. Which doesn't mean that it's good, but here we are. Yep. This first chapter that we are looking at today of chapter 13 is really something. <laughs> and I don't know about you all, but this was this was the first chapter i was like oh wow this is really long this, this it is keeps 30 going.
0: pages of 20 questions <laughs> like <laughs> just, uh, just back and forth back and forth forever,
1: forever everything forever. That you wanted to know about bella to fill out her wiki page is in chapter 13
0: it's like Steph was doing a character sheet, like, yes. hey, I'm gonna like figure out who Bella is, like what her motivations are, like all that kind of stuff. And also put all of that in one scene and put it in
1: the book. <laughs> what? I <hate laughs> That's that. not how any of this works, what? It makes no sense to me. So this chapter starts off with Edward, as usual, being in the corner of Bella's room, <laughs> just like fucking watching her. <laughs> yeah, oh my but God, this it time- makes me laugh. <laughs> this time he goes to great lengths to talk about how like she woke up several times throughout the night she went to the bathroom and like still went back to bed and didn't notice him just like fucking chilling in the corner edward read the room please
0: yeah hey not your time
1: not your you guys time, he's practicing it's
2: endurance training
1: yep it's definitely it's definitely just practice for him to make sure that he's not gonna kill her and not his overwhelming anxiety of her just being able to sleep
2: yeah no that's definitely it i like how he tells himself like no no i have to do
1: this for my training (laughs) okay there's other ways but (laughs) yeah yeah you could just like see her during normal school hours edward and not And not do this, but sure, yeah, whatever. You just
0: go to school, you know? (laughs) You're in almost all your classes together. You can just hang out at school. There's Don't go in her home. That's her space. For real. You're not invited? There's like a hundred high
1: schoolers. (laughs) You're going to be in the same classes together. It's okay. Yeah, You don't have to watch her sleep. Edward, please. (laughs) What I will say is I did find it a little bit interesting before we get into the 20 questions when he was really, like, focusing hard on Charlie to see if that he could understand his thoughts, and he just, like, does not at all. <laughs> and he had briefly mentioned this before, um, but we, like, we just pick up Charlie's feelings and not his actual thoughts mm. at all. Which I like this retcon that Stephanie has created of, like, oh, no, it's not just Bella. Actually, it's her whole family line. Right. Um, and that's why she's, like, super special, actually.
0: I love this idea that just... This whole bloodline, this whole family tree is just like secret vampires that they don't even know, but they just have something in their blood that's like, if we were turned vampires, we would have all this stuff going on. And we're like, (laughs) what is this? What What is is it? It is so Uh, much easier to sell that this is a weird anomaly that happens once in a lifetime.
1: Absolutely.
0: Than having,
1: oh, it's my dad and also everyone. What? Because he goes why? on and he's like, well, is, I wonder if Charlie's parents are still alive. I should be able to go near them and see if I can hear their thoughts. And it's like, no, Edward, stop it. Maybe pay sent <laughs> in your Spanish class for once in your life. What the fuck, dude? Oh, <laughs> God, he annoys me. Um, but one of the patrons that we have, Carrie, was thinking, um, they say, I wonder if Charlie is just one of those people who doesn't have an internal monologue. And that's why Edward can't hear actual thoughts. Um, But they also say, although I can't give Stephanie that much credit, to be honest. (laughs) It's fair. The idea that Charlie Swan, who only cares about baseball and cheap beer (laughs) and fishing, um, does not have an internal monologue and just, like, experiences things like a sim does make sense to me. (laughs) Experiences things
2: like a sim. But then, like, wouldn't other people also be like that, too? You would right? think. Like, wouldn't he hear that, or, like, not hear, just hear the feelings of other people who also don't have an internal monologue? Because he's acting that's like, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. So I feel like, I think it right. has to be a g- genetic thing.
0: Because also, like, Bella is is new. Charlie has yes. been in Forks his whole life. And you're telling me that Edward has not once had any interactions with the police of the small-ass town? <laughs> That he lives in. Yeah. And thought, hey, that's weird. I can't read your mind. Yeah.
1: Right. What? I think if I've learned anything from this book so far, it is to not trust Edward. Edward is not a reliable writer at all. Because (laughs) he literally was like, oh yeah, Rosalie doesn't have any thoughts. No thoughts. Yeah. Just a smooth brain. It's like, I can guarantee that that is not true. (laughs) You just don't give a fuck. Edward is a lying little bitch and I live by that. Mm -hmm. He is a Gemini, and I can confirm that that is true. Oh, he's a Gemini? (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I could say that we have not looked at his uh, birth chart, but we have, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, if I remember correctly, he also had a Leo moon, which is why he's such a like chauvinistic pig. So he's lion and his emotions go towards attention, which does not surprise me. Oh, I hate this man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's embarrassing. Okay. I I desperately want to know your feelings, both of you on this 20 question section here. There are a lot of gems that pop up, but I want to know which ones stood out to you the most.
2: Um, as a movie girl... I was fascinated by Bella's favorite movie choices. Almost, incredible incredible list. List. <laughs> almost none of them make sense. <laughs> um, like some of them, obviously, make like when she says she's like Beauty and the Beast. It's like, duh, shut up. And then sure, that probably. one's just like, Ugh. <laughs> little on the nose. Yeah. And then when she's like, oh, my favorite is when she goes Pride and Prejudice, but the six-hour version with Colin Firth. Uh, I'm it's like, horse. first off, that's not a movie. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I just think it's Bella funny. has
0: waded into the Twin Peaks discourse. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's, like- it's it's just,
2: like, funny that she's, like, but the Colin Firth version. I just think that's funny that Colin Firth exists in the Twilight Universe. Um, yes. yes. Honestly, good for him. Yeah, good for him, good for him. <laughs> and then, um... I don't believe her when she says Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Absolutely I just no don't think that's way. true. I don't think <laughs> it would make her laugh. I, don't I just th- don't think Bella laughs.
3: Is the I, thing. Yeah, I just don't think she <laughs>, laughs.
2: I don't believe she would like a comedy. <laughs> no. Especially no. this, like, very, like, a very broad, silly. Like, it's very, it's very silly. I feel like her comedies mm-hmm. are, like, witty. She likes right. wit.
0: A smart humor. humor. Yes,
2: smart humor. <laughs> like the, like the Witt Stillman films. Like, Last Days of Disco or metropolitan or you know sure, like the yeah. sophisticated but she likes this silly movie i guess and then she doesn't really explain why like if i were edward i'd be like say more about that <laughs>
1: <the rest> of <laughs> he does track. that often <laughs> yeah
2: he does say that he's he often he's like tell me more and it's like you didn't question monty python <laughs> and the holy grail being her favorite movie whatever okay uh, let's whatever because her other movies let's get to the big one which is gattaca
1: <laughs> I want to know your thoughts on this. As someone who has not watched that movie, what is this in character for her or not? What do you think? Uh,
2: it's hard to say because I let me ex- okay. So I have seen Gattaca three times. We kind of discussed this before <laughs> recording in public school at um, in the Beaverton School District. I watched Gattaca in seventh grade, tenth grade, and twelfth grade for our genetics unit. Um, they just kept showing it. <laughs> so I've seen it three times. And I guess it makes sense in the sense that it's about destiny and genetics, which is like very, very loosely a part of Twilight. But again, very Stephanie's loosely. Stephanie's just
1: looking at us like, do you get it? Do you do you get <laughs> what I'm referencing here?
2: Yeah, it's like about, like, Jude Law plays, like, this perfect man, and Ethan Hawke takes his genes. Because in this world, like, your lot in life is determined by your genetic makeup. Um, so Interesting. Like, almost yeah. Almost
1: like what Stephanie's going for. Almost like that. So, like, <laughs> Ethan Hawke
2: has shitty genes, but he wants to go to space and be an astronaut. And then Jude Law has awesome genes. So, um... Ethan Hawke, takes the genes and, like, kind of commits identity theft. So it's, like, in that sense, the whole, like, great genes and your destiny is already picked for you based on your genes is kind of, like, what Bella
1: is dealing with. She says as she is eating an apple. Like, Stephanie, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it like, it makes sense, but it's also just, like, ridiculous.
2: It's nobody's favorite movie. Like, it's...
1: <laughs> no. Right, it's
2: like you can like the movie, but like
1: favorite, I don't know.
3: <laughs> what was the That's one we were
1: talking not. about last week, Cody? Was it Lorenzo's Oil? Right, it was Lorenzo's Oil <laughs> that they were watching in bio. Oh, god, like is Steph okay? Like, who? No, obviously who was, not,
0: <laughs> clearly not. But like, blink twice if you need help, Steph. Like, it's okay,
1: <laughs> there are I other know. movies. There are... You can say that you like stuff, like, you the <laughs> idea that. The idea that Bella feels pressured to say that she likes Vertigo. Oh, yeah, Vertigo. Beast, yeah. And fucking Empire Strikes Back. Like, ah, I forgot about Empire Strikes Back. Empire
2: Strikes Back, that's, I think that one's also crazy. It um, yeah. <laughs> makes no sense to me That one really, that like, it makes a less sta- sense. A single
0: Star Wars? No way.
2: <laughs> no, no, Bella Swan does not like Star Wars. And I don't think we need to pretend like she does. Right. She didn't know And she doesn't comic have to was. if she doesn't want She doesn't know what Comic-Con <laughs> was! Ah, it's, yeah, Empire Strikes Back, are you kidding? Oh my god, favorite movie? Why, Bella? Tell me why it's your favorite movie.
1: <laughs> if she was answering the question of, like, which movie did I see the most growing up because it was just on basic cable, right. then yes, a lot of her answers make sense. But for favorite yeah. movie, Bella Swan? <laughs> no absolutely disagree it annoys me how dare you have the audacity to say that in a fucking brown sweater eating an apple being like oh yeah actually uh Monty Python has a lot of deep philosophical meaning <laughs> you just like have to really get into it it seems like you're not getting it so Uh
2: her brown sweater which is her favorite color
1: Ugh. Of course, of course. And she goes on for so, and I remember this from Twilight, so it's not like it's anything new. But every yeah. time that she just like waxes poetic about Brown and Phoenix <laughs> in here, it's just like, can you please stop? No one loves Phoenix, okay?
2: <laughs> she loves it though. She loves it. They're both warm, Allie. They're both warm. Yeah, and
0: she I get feels and-
1: at home. <laughs> And, like, yeah, because she, like, loves topaz. But that's her favorite gemstone today because Because of his eyes.
2: And brown is his favorite color because of her eye color. Now.
1: Uh, (laughs) Awful. If I had a soundboard right now that I could just press to make a gagging sound, I would have been consistently pressing it while reading this chapter. 100%. Yep. Now, here's what I'll say. We have to spend a moment... To talk about this Linkin Park moment, because it really <laughs> rocked Jesus. <me. laughs> Sorry. There was a what? lot about
2: it. Because it's like, uh, first off, it's like, she, this is the car that's in her, in her car. Or, or, or this is the CD in her car. Whatever, whatever. But then Edward has the same CD. He asks her what her favorite song is. She answers, and he mentally goes through all the lyrics. Like, he <sighs> knows every lyric to every Linkin Park song. It is implied.
1: I cannot. I cannot. I, I love that so much. <laughs> One of our patrons, Kelly, had talked about this too. Uh, she said, I can't believe that Stephanie just conveniently left out that Edward had memorized all the Linkin Park lyrics from Hybrid Theory. Uh, for someone who apparently didn't like 80s music... Which I had forgotten about until this part. I think a love of alternative rap rock would be a stretch. Um, that being said, I would like everyone to choose their favorite song from hybrid theory. Kelly Beck's apparently is uh, crawling. So Crawling's I'm, really good. I think that's I think that's the only choice, and that's what I'm It's gonna a top lean tier,
0: to. but paper cuts also pretty good. So. Okay, that's fair.
2: My truth? <laughs> yes. My God. truth is that I I never did listen to Lincoln Park. But I was, like, bi- I, I know, I know, isn't that wild? Because you would
1: think... That's some West Side of Portland shit. I gotta yeah. be honest. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Over in we were, I mean, we were listening to more trash than Linkin Park, but uh, I grew up on the rough side of town, Mia. Well, I'm,
2: like, shocked that I didn't, because I listened to, like, a lot of rock and alt-rock. Like, I listened to, I mean, I listened to Escape the Fate. Like, I was into, like, the oh, wow. scene emo shit, you know? So I just like don't know why I never listened to Lincoln Park because I was into all the other alt rock bands. So sure. ask me about literally any other one and I would have an answer. But I'm sorry, I cannot answer authentically.
1: That's fair. You don't have to pretend. Okay. <laughs> I will say though that the most authentic moment in this chapter for me is when Bella says so and she's like constantly questioning Edward's music taste and she's like, sorry, you you went from Debussy, and not Debussy, Debussy to <laughs> this. <laughs> Hello, like yeah. What such a you David, talking about? Such a hard. I what I would give to pick. see what his
0: mixtapes would be like yes. specifically. Like what's his little mix CD
1: situation?
2: That's around? terrifying. Edward Cullen making a playlist for you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh. Just truly haunting. No. <laughs> and you know that he would—he would choose like the most obvious songs, mm-hmm. and then be like, "Actually, there's like a really deeper meaning to this if you just like really think about it." He says he puts right. like "I miss you" on there for everybody who you to. Like, right. oh, like yeah, we got one. it, Edward.
0: <laughs> He oh and he'll yeah, just yeah, like yeah. have a panic attack in his brain, and be like, do you think she knows? Do you think she knows that I like her?
1: <laughs> do you think I need to delve into these lyrics a little bit more for her to understand that I'm just like sitting here pleading my heart to her? I, I handwrote the track list and
0: I put a little sticker on it. Do you think? Do you think she gets it? Do you think? Do you think she
1: knows? Oh. Oh, Edward, you're so much all the time. There's a little bit of more details in this one, this chapter than we get in like just regular Twilight in the sense that the reason why Edward is so pissy during this 20 question scene is because his siblings have just said fuck you to him and are doing a bet on whether Bella will survive or not, Uh, which seems like the most immortal thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh my
2: god, he's and he's like in Spanish class being just like pissed off and he's like 15 minutes till I can go beat Emmett up. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: like uh, are yeah, yeah, you're like, going to
1: crunching on his teeth oh, so much crunches. that Ben is like um Stop. sorry, what the fuck was that?
2: <laughs> I'm laughing. when he crunches his teeth so hard that like the whole class looks around. <laughs> Ugh.
1: Ugh. <laughs> negative ASR is what that oh
2: my god (laughs) he crunched his teeth Mm. that's a few more
1: notable moments from this obviously we get the like it's twilight Mm. Uh,
2: yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. when they said twilight
1: yeah (laughs) like we got that scene in in actual twilight too but in this one in particular i just more so like felt the uh hannah montana sting underneath it because it was just so like obvious and gross um That I I could not take it seriously. Now, I do want to know your opinions on when Edward drops Bella off after the whole, like, moment with the blacks that happens. And he just, like, sits in Carlisle's office waiting for his dad slash (laughs) love.
2: Yeah, I think it's cute. really did something for me. When he goes to the hospital and he's like, I don't even have to go, like, see it. I'll just go to his office and he'll know I'm here. And then (laughs) it was true. He walks in. It was true. It was true. He knew he was there and... Uh, Carlisle, I do love Carlisle. I really I, do.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate him. I love this family. I love when he goes, when Edward goes back and Esme's like, I missed you so much. Where are you at? And he's like, oh, well. <laughs> I'm falling in love with this ridiculous human, <laughs> right. and Esme just does not understand why he would love someone that doesn't bring him, like, happiness and just makes him sad all the time. <laughs> she just cares so much. She does. I love her. I love her so much. Uh... So, chapter 14 is more so of all of these Questions. Um, the worst part of this chapter for me, and it is hard to choose, um, is when Edward is so shocked that Bella has never dated anyone before, <laughs> and then is immediately like turned on by it of like, oh my god, this is the first time that we're ever like loving other people, and it's both their first time, and that is if that is not everything I know about LDS, then I don't, I don't know anything. Yeah. It was, it felt a lot of Stephanie being like, here are my morals, just like, right, just right here for you.
2: Yes, very Mormon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, just like that whole, like, the purity of virginity aspect. Mm -hmm. It's also just not, it's honestly not surprising that she didn't date before. Like, I don't know why he's so, he's like, so shocked about it. But it's like, yeah, she just sits in her room and reads all the time. like she yes, like her
1: job as a kid was to take care of her parent. How do yeah. you have time for that?
2: Yeah, like she she's busy reading, she's busy watching Monty Python um <laughs> and Gattaca, her favorite movies. Um just on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> and she's she, she's just like very she's clearly very introverted and shy and like she also clearly won't go after anybody for the most part like I don't know. I think it makes a lot of sense but he's just like so enamored by her beauty that he's like i just don't believe that nobody would talk to you and it's like edward <laughs> modern boys don't like when girls are smart <laughs> it's yeah. true. modern boys Come do on. not it's like true. girls who read so and he just
1: doesn't seem to comprehend that like she's a virgo she would rather just yearn and pine for the rest of her life than actually do anything about it mm-hmm. and yet here he is being like oh well i don't I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> which, honestly, that's fair. I will say at the end of this chapter, um, I mean, there's some comments where like Bella starts talking about how much she hates Wazoo, which like very much came off to me as someone like Stephanie is writing this not understanding where Wazoo is, because. Uh, <laughs> It is on the eastern side of Washington, which is usually, like, very dry and hot during the times when our sun is actually out here, and then it will, like, snow and stuff. And so, to me, it just felt very unnecessary. I mean, I don't like wazoo, because there's... A... But I, it did not make any sense to me, personally, why that would happen. Because there's a lot of brown there, so, hmm. Yeah, okay. interesting <laughs> there's, yeah, Very her... selective on the kind of brown she likes, I guess. <laughs> the kind of...
2: Yeah, is where is Stephanie Meyer from?
1: She has a house here in Washington, which I found out about about four weeks ago, and it really freaked my bean. Because um, <laughs> I, the idea of her living so near to me right now just, like, really scares me. Um, but she was born in Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then I think she did live in Phoenix for a while, but it makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, um, I was just looking at her Wikipedia. Yes, she was raised in Phoenix. Okay.
1: Okay, yeah, okay, that okay. makes, that sense, makes sense.
2: sense, that makes sense.
1: Makes and makes sense why she talks about their freeways the way she does. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it just, yeah, sometimes reading the Twilight books specifically, it's like, I don't know how accurate this is to the PNW lifestyle. Um, um, oh, none. Yeah, none, <laughs> yeah. Just like, I don't know, nobody's smoking weed and... If it was really the PNW, um, people would be smoking weed.
1: (laughs) And just the way that she talks about always wanting to go to Seattle, as if the drive from Forks to Seattle is not literally five hours one way. Yeah. Because you have to go across a national fort. Like, Stephanie, please stop. Uh, But it's okay. Um, Yeah, like, yeah. This chapter does end, like, Alice finally meets Bella, which is what Alice has been pestering Edward about for forever, which is nice.
2: She's cute. She's uh, sweet. I like Alice. I know. Ah! Alice. Uh,
1: Alice needs She just wants more to more love
2: attention. Bella and to be loved by Bella so much. Ugh.
1: And Edward is just like, no, my <laughs> yeah. No. Get out of here. Just scram. And it's so yeah. mean. Because <laughs> Alice just wants to let her have a friend for once. Yeah. Um. But I, this is a lot of, like, setup to the meadow, which means that next week when we get to chapters 15 and 16, we will finally actually have the meadow scene, which I'm very curious to see through Edward's perspective. Yes, yes. Finally. Finally. Um, Because that was, like, the whole fucking dream. Like, that's what started this whole thing. And so to be able to get it from his perspective is going to be very interesting. We have some amazing patrons to thank before we can get to the fantastic fan fiction that Mia has collected for us, which I don't (laughs) want to know about. Hey, hey, here's the thing. Um, There are so many of you all that give us money now, and I'm not going to complain about it. What I will say is that trying to find cute, catchy listicles for all of y'all is a little (laughs) bit hard. And so we're just trying to improvise today. It's been a while since we chose our patrons as songs from the soundtracks so we're just returning back to an old favorite yeah um Cody would you like to start us off this week absolutely shut up Kylie Minty pew, pew, pew,
0: pew. who's gonna be decode
1: oh my just like really going for it starting all right.
0: off strong start off with a heavy hitter. <sighs> all
1: right all right that's great All right, shout out to Elizabeth James, who is going to be, so we're doing the Twilight and New Moon soundtracks, just so y'all don't come for me. Um, Let's see, Elizabeth, obviously you have to be hearing damage from the New Moon soundtrack. Oh, uh, Because Band of Skulls goes really hard on that. Um, Mia, would you like to do our next patron? Okay, thank
2: you. Um, Yes, I will do, uh, hello, Jess Love, shout out to Jess Love. (laughs) um i am going to assign you flightless bird american mouth because that is the i know that that's the prom (laughs) song and um it's very romantic like the word love so
1: there you go
0: amazing i love that shout out to alexandra black
1: who's gonna be possibility by likey lee oh classic oh my god okay all right shout out to alex dornan point 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 who's gonna be the violet hour by seawolf because that is mm. god the new moon soundtrack goes so hard
2: (laughs) um okay shout out to carrie goldberg um (laughs) let's see i'm going to oh you guys i really like the song satellite heart By Anya Marina, I think that that one is very underrated. So
0: yeah, absolutely. There you go. It's a great choice. Amazing. Shout out Mickey Meyer, who's gonna be Bell's Lullaby, classic.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa, damn! All right. Well, since we're going for heavy hitters, then uh, (laughs) shout out to Maggie. I'm not afraid.
0: I love these patrons. Okay, I'm gonna (laughs) give them what they deserve. All right, I'm not pussyfooting around wow
1: wow okay <laughs> uh who's <laughs> all right um then only for you maggie you were obviously going to be never think <gasps>
2: oh
0: hell
1: yeah because he just gotta really do it to him you know yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh never think performed by robert pattinson so that's like a
1: never forget <laughs> never forget
2: never think
1: never forget <laughs> <laughs> Okay, also um, never forget that he was in a 911 movie. The
2: 911 movie. Remember, remember me. Okay. Um, shout out to Katie Weber boing, boing. Beow, 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 beow. Beow. Um, I am going to give you Let's do let's do <laughs> Why is this so hard though? It's fun and it's hard also. Uh, let's do it's the fun. Linkin Park one. Leave out all the rest. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> Linkin Park. Yes. it's a great choice
0: shout out zoe Steele. who's gonna be solar midnight by lope fiasco oh hell yeah on the
1: deluxe version (laughs) amazing i love that uh shout out to rebecca collett who is obviously going to be obviously (laughs) <laughs> the New Moon Australia and New Zealand bonus track of Thunderclap <laughs> by Eskimo Joe. Eskimo Joe. <laughs> because sure. Only for you, Rebecca. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> shout out to Elizabeth Swan, who that's the name of Kira Knightley in Pirates of the Caribbean, if I'm not mistaken. So oh, hell yeah. Um, I think you're right. Yes. So shout out shout out to you for being in that film. <laughs> um, you get Claire DeLune. Oh.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out to Amy Taylor. Who's gonna be "I Caught Myself"
1: by Haley Williams and Josh? Finn,
0: Damn. Also
1: known as Paramore. <laughs> also known as Paramore. Um. All right. Shout out to the titular Mulch Gray. Mulch Gray. Who's gonna be the tit? Like the infamous. <laughs> supermassive black hole <laughs> oh, man i was hoping we we're gonna make another round <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> because when i think of mulch i do think of a a supermassive black hole um, Mulch does like, deserve it for sure yeah
2: okay shout out to taylor browntown lautner
0: <laughs>
2: that's an awesome name Hell yes. um <laughs> i'm gonna give you um Ooh, a white demon love song by the killers yeah, Ooh, the killers made bad. it on here. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: That's a great one. Amazing.
0: Shout out Kelly Beck. Pew, pew, pew,
2: pew. Who's
0: gonna be?
1: You gotta do it for my mom. <laughs>
0: I know. Kelly Beck. Our mom, your mom. <laughs> the violet hour?
1: Yes. Yes, that's a great choice. Um, shout out to Erin Salinger. Boing, boing, boing. Now, Erin, I don't want you to get offended by this. This is only just because I care about you so much. I'm going to choose from the Twilight Deluxe Edition DVD, and you are going <laughs> to be a Haley Willems' interview, because what the <gasps> fuck?
2: Whoa. Oh, my God. That's a, a special that one. Is that
1: she's talking with, uh, with Robert being mm-hmm.
0: like, <laughs> I think so? <laughs> like, cursed one? Yeah. It's so good. Okay, Sophia Salinger.
2: <laughs> Hello. Howdy. Um, I'm going to... You know what? You, you get... This is also... This is important. The bonus track iTunes bonus track Let Me Sign (laughs) by Robert Pattinson Ugh
0: Ugh, Yes.
1: So important.
2: He wrote two songs That's awesome.
1: Amazing That's so great. Alright Bring Us Home. Shout out Donna (laughs)
0: Kavanaugh Who's gonna be Radiohead's 15 Step which is the first song of the ending credits of Twilight but was not on the soundtrack
1: Disrespectful,
0: Truly disrespectful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to Catherine Hale. Bye-bye-bye. Who's going to be... I don't know that we've done this one yet. Have we done the Bonnie Vare song? I don't think so. All right. Then it's only for you, Catherine Hale. You are going to be Roslyn, one of my favorites off of the New Moon soundtrack.
2: Okay. And then our last one... Um... Let's see, Casey Martini (parentheses Jason Taylor). Um, (laughs) Never forget,
0: never forget that we named you after Taylor from fucking Fifty Shades of Gray, after the actor who plays Jason Taylor in Fifty Shades of Gray. That's how many degrees of separation we're at now.
2: okay, so I'm going to give you from the New Moon soundtrack, New Moon (parentheses since they're parentheses) the meadow by Academy Award winner Alexander Desplat. I don't know how to oh, say that. Yeah. This black,
3: sure.
1: yep.
2: The French guy. He's awesome. He's he's great. So there you go.
1: I have been waiting for this our entire time because if I've learned anything from Mimi, it's to expect the unexpected. Can you tell us what <laughs> fan fiction you brought to the space today?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, so you said that it should be Twilight related, but you trust me. And yes, the truth is... <laughs> The truth is, I didn't really read a lot of Twilight fanfic because it's already such a fanfic. I read... Yeah, same. I read X-Files fanfiction.
1: Oh,
3: shit.
2: Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> so, I have selected a piece from perhaps the most infamous X-Files fanfiction, uh, the Chili's fanfic. Have you heard of this?
1: Uh-oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> but I'm excited.
2: So, this fanfiction is about Mulder and Scully being trapped at the Chicago airport and having sex in a Chili's. Uh, 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 what? Yes. Okay.
3: So, <laughs> have <that's>
1: my attention. <laughs> so,
2: it gets very raunchy, and I encourage everybody to read this fanfic, because I honestly love it. Um, but I've selected just, like, kind of a tamer, a tamer selection. Um, okay. She is also in in the fanfiction, she is wearing a pink fuzzy sweater, much like Bella wears a brown sweater. So there's something about sweaters that men with weird dark pasts (laughs) are attracted to.
1: So I'm You have (laughs) my complete attention. For a little
2: bit of context, this fanfiction takes place a little bit after they've kissed in season six or something? I don't know. You know how I don't know. Did you guys watch? The X-Files? So I only know yeah, on a little off, yeah. bit about
1: X-Files. Yeah, just just a bit.
2: Okay. Well, this is, they have their first kiss many, many, many seasons in on New Year's Eve. So this takes place, like, right after, like, a few days after they did that. So their relationship is different. But I guess... Okay, you'll see. You'll see. I'll just read it. <laughs> Ahem. 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 <laughs> God. Okay. But you see, ever since I kissed Scully on New Year's Eve things have been a little different between us. In fact, to the casual observer, I suspect we look like we're doing it. I mean, she giggles at my jokes now. She purrs, she bats her eyelashes, she fiddles with the tip of my tie. She's driving me insane. So how could I help myself? I had to kiss her. And it was the single, most sweepingly, Victorian literature, glorious, sunrise, romantic moment in my dark life. And afterward, she smiled at me. Okay. Then she frowned, but that was the result, apparently, of reality. Well, fuck reality. And then I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit to now they're in they're in the chilies and they're drinking wine and they're flirting. Okay. Oh we laugh and sip, and then she's looking at me with this sort of raw hunger and I can't take it anymore. So I take her wine glass from her hand and set it on the table next to my own. Then I reach over and cradle her face in my hands. We're both twisted around in the booth and are staring into each other's eyes. Mulder She whispers, so I lean in and I kiss her. And it's not the kiss we shared at midnight. That was the 1999 model. This is the new, improved, millennium kiss. Now, with tongue. After ten minutes? Three hours? Who knows? She pushes me back gently and giggles. I'm lunging for her again, content to knock her back onto the vinyl bench and grind into her like an animal. But she shakes her head. Calm down, she says, her hand on my chest. I need a drink. Calm down. I've never been more happy or excited in my life. If I were a dog, I'd be whittling on the carpet. I've kissed her and she's kissed me. And there's the possibility of more kissing to come. So, and then they like have very graphic sex in the Chili's booth. But that's something that's a very, it's very private. I encourage you to look it up on your own. But yeah, that is the one I selected. This was a formative fan fiction for me. The Chili's Airport X-Files fanfic. Thank you. I'm sorry it's wow. not Twilight related, but their relationship is a little, it's a, it's a little bit Twilight adjacent, I think.
1: So Absolutely. Sure, yeah. God, yeah. I need a cigarette <laughs> after that. <laughs> uh, Mia, before we head out, where can folks on the internet be able to support your stuff that you oh, do? Thank you. Well,
2: um, I mean, the main thing is my letterbox. to letterbox.com slash Pitt that's really where I do most of my writing, but I also uh write for a newspaper called Willamette Week. Um it's an alt weekly in Portland. I uh, I do the weekly film column. Oh, yeah. oh, and I'm on Twitter at Brad Pitt, of course.
1: Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. An, an important follow I would suggest highly. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I Me mean, this has been one of the most unexpected episodes <laughs> I think we've ever had and I have enjoyed the hell out of it truly beautiful uh, <laughs> thank you so much uh, for having me on enjoy. Yeah. well I think that more than usual I feel like it's it's appropriate to say that uh from here in the pacific northwest get bit get wit. Ooh.
0: Get- into the twilight is an earbud media production our theme music is by eli krauss and our artwork is by maddie padilla Follow the show on Twitter at into the Twilight and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash IntoTheTwilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can find Allie at into Wild Places and
2: me at Cody Curl. You've been listening to Earbud
0: Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.